Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 41, Correspondence Special. It's a Correspondence Dinner, everybody. It's a, a Correspondence Christmas Dinner. Of course. Of course it is. Smack those champagne flutes with your teaspoons and make an embarrassing speech. <laughs> Christmas Correspondence Dinner. <laughs> Set that pudding on fire to make it taste like fire and burning. Throw it straight in the bin. It's over now. You've seen the pudding. You it's don't Christmas. it, you, you see it. You see it. You look at it and go, ha 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 ha. <laughs> Imagine if food was on fire. Imagine if it, all food tastes like bur- burnt uh, berries, which is basically the flavor, isn't it? Burnt berries and alcohol. Yeah, it's not uh, good. I used to hate Christmas pudding. Now, I quite like it. Do you? Interesting. Mm. I like the accoutrement. I like the fire. I like the the brandy pudding. Yes, little little leaves brandy on top. Butter, sorry. Brandy uh, butter. The little uh, mistletoe. Is it mistletoe on top? Because you kiss, kiss the pudding with your Ooh. teeth. Uh, brandy butter, uh, another, another very sexy jazz person. <laughs> she was a real siren of the 30s, wasn't she, Brandy butter? Brandy butter, my God. People were very turned on by her full ankle. <laughs> uh, yes, we're, we have a lot of backed up, we have a backed up log. We, we do. Real, <laughs> we do. a real backed up log we of do. emails. Um and we're going to spew them out now. We're going to spew them out right now. And so uh, we all remember Lauren from last pod. Oh, last week's Lauren. Mm-hmm. Last, last week's Lauren. Lauren, Lauren. Wearing a sparring. <laughs> there we go. I remember that from last week. That's her own suggestion. Uh, hey, P.P. Arnold. What's that in reference to? P.P. Arnold? P.P. Arnold? Uh, who's P.P. Arnold? Is that ben a shop? Pipe. Oh, I don't know. Listening to episode 33, I really identified with Pierre's wistful description of the glassy, sweetie fish tank pebbles. Oh, yeah. I grew up in North Devon near a glass factory called Darling Dartington Crystal. Dartington. Which, along with uh, its factory shop, became a stalwart school trip and family excursion. <laughs> when oh, you're, work and play. When you're, when you're a kid and you live anywhere, whatever's there, you're going to see it a lot. Yeah, sounds like... If you live somewhere that's not a city, it's like, we're going to the fucking folk museum again. And we're all going to like it. Did you have that in Malaysia? Little yeah, local museums? Yeah, in, in Kotakinabalu, the, the Sabah Museum, which is Sabah's estate. Mm. And there was a big museum. Uh, and they had like a longhouse in, in the grounds of the museum. So cool. it was like on top of a hill, this museum. Like a traditional grounds. house? Yeah, like a traditional longhouse. Uh, there were artifacts, there was a little uh, pond, and we'd make our uncle drive us there every Friday. Every Friday, say, now drive us to the Saba Museum. <laughs> really? I don't know why we were obsessed with so going there. You actually wanted to we go wanted there? We wanted to go there. Every Friday? I don't, all I remember from it is the longhouse and a body of water. That's all I remember. But we went there every week. Why? I don't know. It just felt like the place to be. <laughs> That's so odd. Really weird. Fair enough. 18 years old I was. Um, so she, <laughs> she says, uh, in the shop they had a pick and mix style arrangement of marbles and pebbles in self-serve plastic buckets. <gasps> what? 
They piled up. They oh. They well, like in those sort of perspex boxes lining the wall. It must have been, yeah. Big buckets. <laughs> they piled up and clacked over each other if you moved one and glistened. And dear God, it was the most unbelievably sensual experience of my Lovely young life. description there. Yeah. Oh, clacking and smooth mm. and shiny and the light goes through them. Oh, mate. Some marbles had flecks on the outside so they weren't smooth and some pebbles were opalescent. All were magnificent. <laughs> I still have some to this day in a little bowl. I've no use for them, but I touch them occasionally, and it is nice. Also, Phil is the only other only person other than my Sri Lankan family who I regularly hear reply to statements that don't contain X is with is it to express surprise or interest. Is it? E.g., we're going to the shop, is it? But then You I, say that too sometimes. You've got that from me, I think, haven't you? No, Malaysians say it. It's a colonial thing, I think. It's a South African thing, too. Yeah, Malaysians say it. Is it? Is it? Hey, is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it? it's a very South African thing. I think it must be, and if it's Franken as well, it must be well, colonial. She says, I assume it's an Asian or a colonial English thing. Yeah. But then English people don't say it outside of Essex. It's quite an Essex thing. Is it? Right. Yeah, Maybe that's where we get it from. We got it from all the, We got it from the blue-collar English sent abroad. Hmm. Maybe. Well, it's interesting where all these phrases come from. Like in Malay, there's... Um, um, the word gostan, which means to back up, which is from goestern. Oh, yes. Which is not exactly a working class phrase. Gostan, well, gostan. I guess it would have been if you were in the... If you're a sailing, sailing. A sailing boy. Um, so uh, she... Uh, I find it oddly soothing, she says, like plunging a hand into a bucket of cool, cool marbles, which I <laughs> don't actually recommend since they're quite heavy. Jack at your leisure, Lauren. Um, yeah, that's lovely, Lauren. That sounds, this sounds like a real uh, Willy Wonka of inedible sweets. I'd spend a lot of money Where if I was a kid. I just in a bath. In the bath. <laughs> I just I'd roll around. All, <laughs> but they get in your bum. Oh, hole. I get clack all over my bum. They get in your ear. <laughs> clack. Oh wow! You come out like Scrooge McDuck, just spitting all these marbles. But they're, and they're all colourful, and your brain—it's like your monkey brain just goes, "Eat them, they're berries." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Your monkey brain goes, eat them, they're berries. And your treasure brain goes, it's treasure, it's treasure, it's treasure. <laughs> and your child brain goes, throw them, throw them. It's all there. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, thank you, Lauren. Keep us updated with uh, what factory outlet stores you go to next in your <laughs> yes, adult life. Please do. Um, emails, emails, emails. We have so many emails. I mean, that sounds a lot like... Uh, Chung Fu's <laughs> Crystal Warehouse, doesn't it? It does. The real deal. <laughs> Chung Fu. I don't know if you all listeners remember Chung Fu's Crystal Warehouse. It was in the middle of England somewhere. It's a one-stop shop. For, yeah, for all your crystal needs. And this sounds like it. Turns out Chung Fu's, Chung Fu's Crystal Warehouse was in Devon. It was in Devon all along. Yeah. Which is not so far from Glastonbury. It's exactly where it would be. Isn't where Glas- in, is Glastonbury in Devon? It's in Somerset. Is it? Think so. You're from that part of the world, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, Phil. Yeah, I was always nearby. But I always get mixed up Somerset, Wiltshire, Devon. Mm. All kind of squishes into one side of the mess. One big old hippie lump on the western edges of a fair isle. Uh, Liam gets in touch. Liam! Who's got in touch before. He says, hello, Bud Plops. Thank you for, uh, so much for sharing my Dr. Duck experience. Ah, Dr. Duck. Dr. Duck. Very odd, Dr. Duck. You've provided me with confirmation that their duck dangling antics were indeed not normal. <laughs> 
I have more incidents to share, this time from the Order of the Brown Cloth. Yes, a poo story. <laughs> the, order <of> the, <laughs> the Order of the Brown Cloth. Should we start a series of medals? Should we become a bit like a kind of demi-fascist organization with lots okay. of medals and prizes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Little, little the gifts. Order of the Brown Cloth, yeah, yeah. We'll the have order. a ceremony um, every Christmas. Yes, and, and uh, Phil, you'll have to keep one hand behind your back to hide the injury from when people tried to kill you with a bomb in a suitcase. <laughs> What's that about? Hitler. Oh, really? Um, do you know that the last time, that, the last footage of Hitler alive is him giving medals to like a bunch of fucking eight-year-olds in oh, Berlin yeah. outside the bunker? Yeah. And he always has one hand behind his back because it's the hand that's going shaking loads because oh, right. he was really ill. Oh right, right, right. Anyway, and it was it was his what is his some of his uh, lieutenants I wanted to who tried to kill. Do you, him? you know about this Operation Valkyrie? Yes. Tom Cruise. All yes. That. Yeah, I yeah. Remember the film? The, the suitcase blew up, but mm-hmm. it was under the table. Right. So it didn't get him properly. Hmm. Put it on top of the table, guys. Put it. Make him sleep on it. Anyway, Liam gets in touch. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, yes, a poo story. What is following? Uh, what follows is shocking but true. When it comes to pooing at work, I'm firmly in the "they're literally paying me to plop" camp. Um, as a result, <laughs> as a result, a short while into any job, a routine naturally forms, as my eating habits find harmony with my workload. This time is my time, my special time, when uh, the time when I get uh, peace from the outside world to squeeze a couple of otters down the pipe and out to watery freedom. Lovely. Ooh. And into surfers' mouths. Yes, into surfers' mouths and make them sick. At my last job, the first brown of the day... <laughs> the first brown of the day commenced at 11am. A brown consisting of last night's dinner hurried into the world by digestion of a late breakfast. Hurried into the world. Awful poetry. Like a premature baby. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> the office I worked in was in a building that housed many companies. Each floor was a long, straight corridor with many office doors leading off of it. The corridor featured at the middle a saloon-style door, and at the end were the toilets. My opinion picture. This meant that the walk to the toilets was a long one featuring two notable hazards. The first being whenever anyone reached the middle door before you, rather than simply walking through it and leaving you to do the same, they would hold it open for you, mm. no matter, no matter how far away you were from the door. Oh, yeah, I hate this. A horrific act of social barbarism, which on the face of it made them look wonderful and you ungrateful as your walk was forced into a half-walk, half-jog as you bowed and made grateful cow eyes at them. There, There is there is a cut-off point, though, of, of distance where to hold the door for someone looks fucking mental. Yes, and it's, it's, it's the door equivalent of writing an enormous thank you note to someone for looking you in the eye. <laughs> Is it an act of courtesy? On paper, yes, but it, it's mad. Yeah, it's it's inappropriate. It's you, um, you've you've creeped everyone out so much more than not doing nothing. Yeah. So we agree with you there. Uh, the second hazard was that the corridor's most frequent use was for loo traffic, because of course each door onto the corridor is a company. There's no need to move between rooms because it's a different business. Mm. So that makes sense. Um, it was common practice to clear the air pockets around your butt luggage as you made your way to the toilet. What? I think it means farting. So everyone's going into the but shared corridor. Oh, I see. Everyone's going into the shared corridor and uh, uh, ejecting. So butt luggage uh-huh. is the poop, and you're trying to get... Air pockets from around it. Horrible. It is horrible, but it's vivid. It's very good. It is very good. Someone's been doing a adult literary uh, <laughs> writing uh, class. Uh, this gave the air a permanent heavy musk. <laughs> Fucking fart corridor. 
<laughs> a wind tunnel. Not always an unpleasant the hall, smell. The hall of stinks. The hall of stinks. <laughs> a pungent minx of airborne eating habits. It is in this environment that my trauma begins. It's 10 to 11 a.m. Morning work is dealt with. It's time to go. I get out of the office space without any colleague stopping me for a chat. Immediately upon entering the long corridor, damp with the smell of bottom puffs. Gross. Gross. I spot an unknown worker heading toward me from the opposite end. There is a chance I can beat them to the doors. <laughs> or at least get there at the same time. I quicken my step. This is difficult because I'm aware I'm packing quite a pipeful. Wow. Liam's, Liam's poo vocabulary, I think, eclipses even ours. Liam, your your vocabula- vocabulary? Pucabulary? Plepsicon. Yeah, plopsicon. And there's nothing. Lexapoos. Anyway, mm. well done. Yeah. This is what we're saying. Your stinctionary? Stinctionary. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's close as I can. Anyway. Um, I quicken my step, and this is difficult because I'm aware I'm packing quite a pipe full, and a fart may quickly skip into a shart. There is also a concern on my mind regarding both the pressure and volume that makes me nervous to give any ground to the crack gas. Yeah. I think what he means there is, like, he can feel that it's, it's a serious matter. Yeah. It's not casual. I'm now almost at the door. I'm going to beat them there. I'm going to be polite. I will open it for them. I reach for the door. Disaster. I have misjudged it. I am lunging. My gait is wide and the pressure is great. (laughs) So as he's lunged his leg forwards to go, oh, I'll get the door. He's gone. He's he's, he's opened his ass crack. It's like a Greek tragedy. Furthermore, they've made a last minute dart that I haven't seen. So like from the other side of the cowboy doors, they are opening the the door towards me as my hand is up in the air, grasping. As my eyes move from the handle I was reaching for up to their face, our gazes meet. I feel my weight shifting from the back foot to the front. Whoop, forwards, whoop. And I let out what can only be described as a heaving great back clap. (laughs) 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 While maintaining, while... Yeah, eye contact. As you're both, as you're reaching for a door that isn't there anymore because they've opened it for you, <laughs> and you're right in the, leaning in their face in like a, you know when you know when like a fencer lunges, huh? <laughs> blam, blap, blap. <laughs> it is loud, akin to the smacking shut of a heavy fire door. <laughs> they stop, reluctant to advance. I continue moving. <laughs> I continue moving, eager to end the encounter before the true horror can be realized by either party. The haste escalates the situation as I forget a fundamental principle of ripping while skipping. Backdraft. The momentum carries a torrent of guff through the door and envelops the stunned worker. I remain in the toilets for 15 minutes, face palming and muttering, Oh God, forgive me. Liam. That's very well written. Beautiful. That's like a Salinger story. Beautiful. I felt like I was there in the fart corridor. Yeah. And and to to leave us on the toilet as well in the story. To leave the reader on the toilet it, with him. It it cuts in the cubicle, yeah. Yeah, lovely. Also quite nice, like from a from a textual analysis point of view, a fart corridor is itself like an arse. And like, these like workers are the poos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a greater metaphor at work here. It's all about cues. It's all about... It's about cues and air. 
There's a lot going on. Unrestricted passage. Um, yeah. Great, great story, Liam. Thank you so much. Well done, thank you. I mean, disgusting, art. disgusting. Really gross, but, um, but elevated to a high art there. Very nice. Uh, we get, Dev has gotten in touch for Liam. Dev, uh, our good friend Dev. Always up for a Bev. Uh, Dash on Twitter. Dash. Hey, P-Buds. A colleague was telling me about an industry awards ceremony he went to, something to do with TV, that was hosted by none other than Phil Wang. Oh, yeah. That was recent. That was a really fun show. Well, awards show. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. It was great, actually. Good bunch of people. They were incredibly complimentary, but their lack of reference to pooing, being a pilot, or that really hurt thing got me uh, suspicious that there is, in fact, another Phil Wang on the circuit. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I've got a poo story that I need to tell you. Uh, and you need to be, be, be my agony aunts, he says. Okay. Um, a few Pooing years ago. Pooing is ag- agony. Huh? Pooing is agony. Pooing is agony. Um, and poetry. And life. And 80% of disease. A few years ago, I was working as the bartender in a nightclub, the Purple Turtle in Oxford, if you must know. Ooh, dev. Purple Turtle. After shifts, it was customary for staff to have a drink or two. Despite not feeling too well that week, I thought I'd treat myself to a couple of 4am pints before my cycle home. Working a shit minimum wage job, you need to take all the perks you can get. Uh, yes, absolutely. A lot of gigs you get paid in beer. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Um, maybe once or twice. Yeah, it's dangerous. Dangerous. Uh, after finishing up, I went outside to unlock my bike, only to find that the wheels had been stolen. Uh, Mad. Nothing you need. Uh, Rather than leave my bike frame there, I thought I'm going to carry it the mile and a half back home in the rain. Oh no. Midway through my walk back, I realized I'd made a fatal error. As I approached the Magdalen Road Bridge, I started to feel something in my stomach. I was about to shit myself. <laughs> and dash. Looking around desperately for somewhere to go, I was presented with four options. This is spoken exactly like a man of Dash's, of Dev's temperament. Yes. Very, very logical. Re- measured. Measured. Number one, shit myself and just carry on with it. Yep, that, that is a choice. Not ideal. Number two, shit in plain view of everyone on the street. Well, like take his pants down and shit in the street. Yeah. <laughs> like a, the, a real alpha move. <laughs> Show domination or whatever Marcus it is. Territory. Dominance. Three, perch my ass off the edge of the bridge and shit in the river. That's, yeah, old school. Me- medieval. Four, try and break into somewhere more private and go there. Uh-huh. Following a rush of blood to the head and a rush of poo to the bum, <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my bike frame and climbed over the first fence I could into what I thought was someone's garden. In a way, <laughs> it was. It was the Oxford Botanical Gardens. Oh, great. Left with few other options and the feeling in my bowels intensifying, I dropped my trousers and went on top of a very well-manicured bush. No. <sighs> You're pooing on science. Oh, my days. I hope, it's, I hope it's not like a delicate bush from foreign climes. That There's a loss of its kind. The one thing it's allergic to is a huge log. The, it's gone now forever. It's extinct. No more of that. No more of that. Thankfully, being in the botanical gardens, there was no shortage of options for wiping. <laughs> <laughs> However, not being used to wiping with a leaf, I was slightly overzealous, and my finger burst through. <laughs> 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 After getting as as much of my poo as possible off my finger and looking <laughs> Is this all in the rain? Yeah, in the rain at four AM <laughs> with a big bike frame. <laughs> well, ill and tired and drunk. Oh, oh. God, what a nightmare. And while looking to put the entire ordeal behind me, I wandered off into the night. 
Unfortunately, a friend on their way back to college from a house party saw me just as I climbed back over the fence and came over to say hi. Rather than just say hi, though, he went in for a handshake. Oh, God, I've been there before. But with, yeah. But with calm. On this pod. Not poo. Yeah. On this pod, the cummy handshake. I was trapped. I couldn't say no to the shake, otherwise it would be clear that something was up. So I bit the bullet and shook his hand <laughs> with my shitty one. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, and to this day I've still never told him. <laughs> Should I come clean or let bygones be bygones? What do you think? Uh, it, it, well, he, the, the friend's obviously fine. He didn't get sick. Yeah. I'd say um, what he doesn't know can't hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he'd find it really funny. Yeah, if he find it funny, then tell him. Yeah. And if he doesn't find it funny at this point, that would be unreasonable. Yeah, that would be unreasonable. If this And if he runs to the to the sink now yes. to wash his hand. He's insane. <laughs> also, don't tell him apropos of nothing. It would be quite an odd thing to suddenly tell him, as if you'd been desperately holding back on it for no, years. I think arrange a meetup just to tell him. Say, can we get a coffee sometime? There's something I need Can- to tell Candlelit him. dinner? Yeah. Yes, that's funny. And right at the end... After a big laugh about something. <laughs> uh, now, James. Um, <laughs> I didn't call you here today just to laugh with you, much as I do enjoy your company. I got my poo in your hand. <laughs> what, recently? No, years, years and years ago. So la- he says, lastly, I think how, it might have... How accepting is James of the premise? I got poo in your hand. What, recently? <laughs> what, what now? <laughs> Straight away understands what he's talking about. He thinks it's the Darren Brown trick. He's <laughs> looking at his hands. I got poo in your hands. What, recently? What, recently? <laughs> straight, straight away. <laughs> As if he knows the answer. Yeah. Oh, recently? <laughs> no, years ago. Really? Was it after a house party by any chance? <gasps> you knew. I've always known. And then they kiss. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, sorry. Covered in poo. I didn't mean to kiss you. I got poo mouth. Like it happens again, but with a kiss. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. Anyway, he says, Lastly, I think it might have been on the Fern Brady episode, but I remember you talking about your favorite nightclub toilet attendant catchphrases. Oh, yeah. Like but we were the, doing like parody versions of it, weren't we? Yeah. No cologne, no go home with a woman. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Something like that. He says, here are my favorites. Yeah. Uh, no Paco Rabane. No Paco, no Paco Rabanne go home with your nan. I, I like that. That's kind of fun. No Hugo Boss, no cheeky toss. <laughs> God's sake! I like that. It's, it's Hugo Boss is powerful enough to get you wanked off in a in a light-hearted manner, but no more. Well, well like, but no further than that. It's honest about the quality of person you would attract with cologne. With only cologne. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have wanked him off in the road, but he smelled nice. Yeah. Yeah, so wow, it's, it's yeah. actually very accurately indicative of the kind of sex you'll get. No Calvin Klein, no sexy time. Yeah, there you go. kind of classic, that's cute. No Dolce & Gabbana, no Saki Banana. Ugh, for God's that sake. Is that. <laughs> You'd take all the coins out of his dish if he said that to you. <laughs> oh, that's horrid. Uh, Koji Dev, thank you for that, Dev. Thanks, Dev. Always lovely to hear from you. And great poo story. Didn't know you had it in you. Here's a here's an email filled with a hell of a, a hell of a subject line. Oh yeah. It it attracted my attention almost immediately. Have you won something? My friend Jeremy and his bumhole. <laughs> That's what it says. And it's not a message from Labour. Ah lovely. Oh these days. Um it's from Dave. Dave uh says Hi Pooh Bums. 
Um, She's good. Hi, Poobum, to you. Let's uh, hear about Jeremy. Let me tell you about my old university friend, Jeremy, and his bum. Okay. Jeremy was a tall, good-looking guy with an enormous winky. <laughs> Can you call it a winky if it's big? Winky has to be small. A big, a big winky is funny, though. Big winky. Because it yeah. means it's in your, you're imagining it b- big, flaccid. Right, okay. Aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, big winky, okay. It's like, it has, yeah, it, it, it's carry, it's soul is small, it's character is it, small. It looks like a big, very large. it looks like a big small dick. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> A big egg. A big egg. Um, <laughs> he was also an incredibly good cricketer and played in the same uni team as I did. He had it all. Wow. Wow. Did he swat the balls away with his dick? Yes, yes. <laughs> DBW. <laughs> Dick before wicked, come on <laughs> Having trained for months Our cricket team was ready for the start of the season And ready for Jeremy to lead us to victory Lovely. Ten of us met up at the local cafe Had breakfast and ordered cabs to take us to the ground Jeremy had not arrived After ten minutes or so I received a call from a distressed Jeremy Saying that he could no longer play As he was injured <laughs> What have you injured, Jeremy? <laughs> Jeremy explained That after completing his regular morning dirt deposit He had no toilet paper in the house a disaster, but not something that can result in injury. <laughs> he weighed up many options before deciding that the best option available to him was to wipe his bumhole with a nice big bit of tin foil. Wow. A robot's wipe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how people are going to wipe in the future. <laughs> it's also how very... Um, People who are scared of uh, aliens is how they wipe. Um... <laughs> the CIA was controlling my beehole <laughs> till I used tinfoil wipes. Uh, a poor choice, I'm sure you'll agree. It turns out that Jeremy was a scruncher of toilet paper. Oh, God, that's, that's... I don't. I don't. I think people who are scrunchers are insane. I am occasional scruncher. But but if it's like a not a smooth surface, yeah, you're not. You know. Yeah, but the but. But the the hills and valleys of the scrunch get into the uh, natural grooves of your bum hole. Maybe, maybe. Why, nature is not perfect and flat, Pierre. <laughs> you need to fight fire with fire. Uh, it turns out Jeremy was a scruncher of toilet paper, and on autopilot, he explained, he scrunched the tinfoil and had cut his... had <laughs> <laughs> cut his bum hole quite severely. Why is it tinfoil in the toilet? This is the question that no one's asking. <laughs> from from a from the sewers oh. point of view, it's like someone's trying to keep their dump fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to tinfoil wrap your asshole so it's fresh for tomorrow. Jeremy, you big idiot. So he cut his asshole open. He reached with a around his wipe. he reached around his big winky and he slashed his own asshole. <sighs> like it had offended him in a bar fight in a cowboy film. <laughs> uh, this left him unable to walk without in being in quite a bit of pain. He assassinated his own anus. Yeah, with, with sandwich freshening equipment, really. Preserving. We lost the game and I've never forgiven him or his bottom. I still can't work out why he chose tinfoil, especially as he had a shower in the same bathroom. He could have rinsed his bints. <laughs> bints. I don't know. It sounded good. <laughs> he could have rinsed his bins instead of turning it into mints. That's good. I Thank like you. That. you. Saved it with mints. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the word, the fictional word "bins" is doing a lot of heavy <laughs> lifting there. 
Koji, Dave. <coughs> Thanks. I'm going to start that's saying that in front of I've knackered my bints. Oh, my bints, my bints are acting up. All right, mess. That's a gr- very funny story. Great. Tin foil. Tin foil. Why? Yeah. Why in the bathroom? <laughs> so weird. Just, like imagining that guy's face just. Oh, maybe this, and he peels off a sheet, and he and he crunches it up. Oh. Ah! No! But but but, but I think but, he did it, it quickly. He was in a rush because he's like, I have to get to the how game. How do you go on autopilot in such a new situation? That's what I don't understand. Surely, if this is the first time you're ever wiping your asshole with tinfoil, mm. you are paying attention to every moment. He's in a rush. You he, do a, he's, a test. He, he's missing. Stroke. He's missing the cricket team breakfast. He's late. He's going, oh, oh quick, uh, this, oh, oh, scrunch, wipe. It's like that quick. Scrunch, wipe. Man, oh, man. And, ah, regret, a lifetime of regret. Fuck. Horrible. Condolences, Jeremy. Cutting your ass enough that you have to miss the game. <laughs> it just shows you can't have it all. That's you just, can't have it all. It's just not cricket. <laughs> it's just not cricket. Thank you. Thank you. Jonathan gets in touch. Quick, before he's Gonathan. Very nice. Uh, dear Pod Bud Captains. Yes, Captains of an empty ship. Of an empty ship. Very full sad of, ship. Full of poo. <laughs> an empty ship covered in poo and we're both captains. <laughs> yes, thank you. Co-captains. <laughs> uh, this email is split into two parts. The first part is a bit of fawning and flattery and not for reading on the podcast. The second part is the bit I thought you and the other listeners may find interesting and entertaining. Well, then let's just read part one. Yes, that's right. Fuck everyone. Um, I'm going to pause it right now to read part one. Wow, that's so nice. That was so nice, Ponathan. I'm calling you Ponathan because uh, Katie Story, the great uh, producer and comedy writer, calls her brother Jonathan Ponathan. And you know what? It's funny. <laughs> it is. No one knows why. Scientists can't tell. Anyway, part two. This is the podcast bit. I recently went to the Welcome Collection to see their exhibition on being human, as I'm unemployed, and it felt like a cultural thing to do, cultured thing to do. I found the exhibition rather disappointing. <laughs> but, the, but there was one particular highlight which instantly turned my thoughts bud pod ward. Oh, yes. I wonder if part of the body this is. Oh, please see the attached photo of a blender. I saw it's a blender. You'll see it's a blender. End of story. Um, May I see the blender? Yes, it does just look like a blender. Um, view the image, yes. Uh, it's loading. This is good audio. Just looks like a blender. Yeah, it looks like a pretty standard blender. Pretty standard blender. White okay, see-through uh, jug. See-through jug, yes. Okay, all right. Okay, where's he going with this? You can therefore imagine my surprise and delight when I read the accompanying information plaque as to what the blender was for. Our dear friend, the humble blender, was in fact a fecal transplant kit. Ah. Allegedly, a fecal transplant is an activity... Allegedly. <laughs> so apparently, right? Right. They've tried to mug me off with this enormous poo blender. I'm no fool. Fuck you, welcome collection. <laughs> Allegedly, a fecal transplant is an activity in which poo from a healthy person is swallowed or inserted into the gut to increase the variety of bacteria. It's true. It's true. The plaque also mentions that unscreened transplants can be dangerous, potentially carrying disease. Yes. So to sum up, kids, don't eat shit unless it's safe shit. Yeah, there's good shit. There's good bacteria and bad bacteria. That's good shit. <laughs> That's the good shit. That's where it's from. That's good shit. That's the shit. That came off. That came out of the... Uh 
um, fecal transplant scene of the 50s. Yes. Yes, the fecal transplant scene of the 50s, they had nothing else to do because they were in bed because they were so ill. So they got really good at writing beat poetry Mm -hmm. and jazz. Mm -hmm. Um, About the the good shit. So you're always looking for the good shit to get you out of bed. That's a good shit. And they click their... That's where beatniks, you know, they... Click their fingers to show appreciation. Yeah, that's from them going like, nurse, nurse. Yes, that's from them getting the nurse's attention <laughs> for more. It's supposed, to, it's supposed to sound like farting. It's <laughs> very slow. Bubbling. I went to a second exhibition called Medicine Man. Medicine Man. That was the first album released by Mini Ruins <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, Miles Scoliosis. Yeah. Medicine Man, in which I found the other photos I've attached here, which made me instantly think of Bud Pod. Firstly, because you've both displayed a fascination with cultural artifacts, history, societal trends. And secondly, because they're about dicks and butts. <laughs> I mean, that is, a, that is Bud Pod summarizing He's got the, the USP. We should yeah. say that when we're pitching things. We save that for the blurb, actually. Yes. It's better than anything I could come up with. In case it isn't clear, the objects are phallic amulets. Ah. Phallic amulets was on that Medicine Man with the uh, mini ruins. <laughs> Uh, to increase fertility and chastity implements for both men and women. As someone who has owned a penis for 24 years, and counting, <laughs> the jagged cock ring was especially scarring. They Ooh. let him try it on. Which which is jagged? In On the inside of the ring? Let's have a look at a jagged cock ring. Ugh. Can a ring be jagged? Ooh. A ring has to be circular. What if it's circular on the, in, on the outside and jagged on the inside? That's a hmm. coin, isn't it? It's like coin. a weird coin. It's, it's still a, a ring, ring, though. Is it? Because it's ring? not like. Does the solid. hole in a ring not have to be round? Oh wow! Yeah, look, spiky. Ooh. Spiky bonus stoppers. So it is like a ring with. Mm, how would you describe it? With a wall on the inside, on the curved of spikes, inside yeah. of spikes. The yes. internal, the internal side, yes, of the ring has got spikes for stopping burners. Is that it? right? Okay. Spike Bonus was um, a great drummer. You have to stop. <laughs> I can't. It's because I, 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 it's how my brain thinks now. You have to stop this. I can't stop Spike Bonus. Uh, what um, if you're into like pain though? Then then you you it would be like an infinite feedback loop. It would just yeah, you'd go ooh ah ooh ah ah Maybe your head would just fall off. Interesting. From excitement. That's medicine. That's medicine. I'm a medicine man. Medicine man. Medicine man. I've now invented my uh, own game of most lowbrow, highbrow thing, but I thought it might be interesting for you and the other listeners to play too. Here are some other ideas. Uh, so that's the most lowbrow, highbrow thing I think he's saying is like a dick amulet. A dick amulet in the welcome collection. Yeah, and you yeah. know what I've got to say about dick amulet. Um, only <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> so this email's an absolute treasure trove. Uh, so lowbrow, most lowbrow, highbrow thing. Only looking at boobs and art galleries. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Laughing when you read Homo erectus at the Natural History Museum. Depends on the laugh. If it's like a sort of dirty EastEnders. <laughs> uh, but yeah. if it's a sort of haughty, <laughs> very droll. Oh, you can, just you can imagine. Get away with that, yeah. uh, wondering how women in those massive operatic dresses poo. They must need help, right? Well, no, but there, there's so much space. It's, they're so big and billowing. They can billowing. billow over the over the bog. They could probably just yeah. They could probably just poo standing up and not you hit any cloth. You can billow over the bog. 
Mm-hmm. Anytime That's what my you lady. like. Is it? Yes, it is. Billow over the bog, they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says, and the Koji. Thank you very much, Johnny. Thanks, Johnny. Yes, the welcome collection is full of strange treats. What would it, it's funny, isn't it? Once it's in a museum, it's fine. But if someone's house was just full of cock rings <laughs> and dick amulets, and they were like, "Isn't it interesting?" You'd be like, "Hmm." Yeah. Very much the same with the Nazi memorabilia. Yes, yes. Interesting, sure. Sinister, sure. <laughs> Beautiful, absolutely. <laughs> oh, stirring, yes. <laughs> Inspiring, yes. Correct, yes. All of these things. <laughs> correct. Correct, correct. Correct, yes. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Yes. Uh, Laura has got in touch to tell us that she's she and 24 other Gorilla Life, uh, no, what is it? A, a Gorilla group of Bum Bum Life fans have created a Facebook page, she says. Oh, gor- Gorilla, okay. And there's only 24 of them, and she's interested if, well, I mean, you and I aren't really on Facebook properly anymore, as a, unless it's as like a f- celebrity page. So mm. I don't know if we can join, but if, but, you're, if you're other Bud Pods, if it's you're, called... If you're the, a Pod Bud on Facebook. I think it's called the Bud Pod Koji Group. Um, she's, she's keen that there, there's definitely more than 24 listeners, and thank God. Uh, this 25 uh, but and uh, see if anyone else would love to be a part of an online community of weirdos just like Laura keep yeah. on jacking at your sincere Laura thank you very much for that Laura Thanks, for Laura. the effort and for everyone else in the Facebook group thank you very much um, we, will, we will find a way of checking in on the Facebook group as long as you keep it open and if you post things there maybe we'll be able to see them and stuff yeah the keep on jacking at Facebook group could yeah. attract the wrong kind of person though yeah yeah a lot of Russian bots very influential yeah but great Bud great. A place for like-minded ploppers. Now, here comes an email from Elsabet. Elsabet? Elsabet. Greetings from Iceland, she wow. says. Nice Elsabet. 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 Very nice. Very cool. She's someone's dotir. Is a daughter? Yeah. The, well, the names are like, like... like Oh, patronyms. Yeah. Magnusson or uh, Magnus yeah. dotir. I love your tundras, Elsabet. Phil loves your tundras, Elsabet. I love your land namabok. And your parliamentary Alting system. Alting? The Alting. What's that? It's the name of their parliament. 
but is it means the everyone system? meeting. Oh, yes. When I went to uh, Iceland, we we visited the big rock, the big rock where they used to all meet. They used to just come together once a year. Oh yeah. They'd go, um, how is everyone in Iceland? And they go, we're all right. And it's the parliament where in the year 1000, they all just voted on whether or not to be Jesus people. Mm. They just went around and went, mm, what do you guys think? It seems nice. Okay. And they went for it. Yes, a guy called, was it more? There was a famous Icelandic lawyer at the time called Maud the Fiddle. <laughs> who And it was either him or someone else very famous. They went and meditated under a, under a, 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 an oil skin, like a big leather sheet under a waterfall wow for three days a lawyer they had law yeah quite advanced law a lawyer wouldn't do that nowadays no yeah these days you want a lawyer to go meditate under a leather sheet in a waterfall for three he won't even do it for an hour well that's sending you a bloody big bill anyway uh greeting uh dear dearest fecal friends nice nice thank you Elizabeth. tuck tuck i assume tuck it's yeah. tuck everywhere else I'm pretty in sure scandinavia Greetings from Iceland. I adore the podcast and have listened every week since day one. Wow, a founding farter. Wow, a founding farter in Iceland. Wow. A founding, a founding farter, Stothir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, I listen in the gym and often find myself having to hold back laughter in order to avoid other gym goers think, uh, from thinking I'm laughing at them or that I've gone insane on the treadmill. Keep up the brilliant work. You're both hilarious. Oh, thank you, thank you. Okay, praise redacted. I was a- able to catch one of Pierre's shows during the summer when I visited the UK. Well done. Tuzentuck. Tuzentuck. Thousand thanks. Oh. If it's if that's again, well, don't know Icelandic. Mine. Okay. That's um in Danish and Norwegian. Anyway, and for now, what I'm sure you've been waiting for: the scatological story. Wonderful. Wonderful. My boyfriend at the time and myself had gone to a not so reputable restaurant for food earlier that day. Scandy scat. Scandy scat. Scandy scat's really big right now. Scandy scat is huge right now. <laughs> I chose a burger while he chose the ribs, which he'd come to regret. We went about the rest of our day as normal, and I brushed off his remarks about claiming he felt too warm. <laughs> which in Iceland should always be suspicious. Yeah. Anyone who's saying they're warm. It should immediately be sent to one of your fantastic hospitals. Later that night, things were getting heated in the bedroom. So being the ferocious fetishist that I am, I proceeded to tie him up as he laid on my bed. Wow! Sexy. Go for it, Elizabeth. Yeah, very sexy. I proceeded to tie him up as he laid on my bed. As things were heating up, it happened. His expression changed to one of horror as he felt his stomach drop. (laughs) The stench hit me as if I'd gone nose first into a brick wall. Wow. And I looked down in horror to see the rusty water <gasps> seep through my sheets. Yes, he shit the bed. <laughs> he shit the bed. He literally shit the bed. Rusty water. I like to um, think it's because he's so scared about being tied up. Surely that played into yeah. the fantasy. Ah! <laughs> he was enjoying it too much. Ah, is, I can, I'm just imagining his face. She's really quickly trying to find a butt plug. Oh, quick, 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 quick. <laughs> When are we going to remove it? Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, rusty water seeping through my sheets. Um, in a panic, I attempted to untie the knots about as effectively <laughs> as a blonde in a horror movie would run from a serial killer. Oh, God, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> my fingers fumbled and fiddled until he was at least able to slither to the toilet like a shitty slug. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Why is he sliming away? Um, Why is he on the ground? My room never smelled the same again. 
To say I was distraught was an understatement. Well, it's funny to look back at. Thanks for the read. Astfra Elsabeth. Astfra Elsabeth? Thanks for the kinky... Got to help us with the pronunciation, Elsabeth. Thanks for the kinky, stinky story. Kinky, (laughs) stink. A kinky, stinky story. Kinky, stinky story. (laughs) My name's Rusty Waters, and you're listening (laughs) to my kinky, stinky stories. Rusty Waters is another (laughs) one, isn't it? Muddy Waters is the real... is a famous musician. Rusty Waters. <laughs> gross. So gross. A great, a, little, a lovely kinky, stinky story. Even funnier, though, that she was distraught at the time and wasn't like, I would, it wouldn't take me long to find that funny if it happened to me. I just imagine her, soft, while he's in the bathroom cleaning up, just sat on her bed, head in hand, just. <laughs> <laughs> really horrified. Not in Iceland. <laughs> I did not think this would be possible in Iceland. Maybe in Denmark, but never in Iceland. I have let down my fighters <laughs> and my granddaughters. Iceland's small enough that it was mentioned in Parliament. <laughs> yes. like that's how small Iceland is as a place. Oh, man. Uh, Rose gets in touch, and it's an, a fun liquid poop story from another founding farter. Wow. Oh, they're all coming down. There the are pipe. so many founding fighters. It's great to meet the founding fighters. We've got to revere them. They built this podcast with their own poo hands. And by their own words, all men are created stinky. <laughs> <laughs> we find these poos to be <laughs> self evident. <laughs> Hey, Pooh Buds, fellow founding farter here from down in New Zealand. That's far away. It's about as far away as you can be. Far away. Like another listener a few weeks back, Budpot has been the soundtrack to my pregnancy. Mmm. Some poopy kids coming out. (laughs) Some very poopy kids. Some stupid poopy kids. There's so much I can relate to, as a lot of pregnancy is poo-related too, so it's Ah. been perfect. It has on multiple occasions made me laugh out loud in public transport, looking like a crazy person, though. Well, that's, you know, it's a sacrifice we're willing to make. Also... People are going to give you a pass while you're pregnant, so enjoy it. You can do almost anything. Rob, rob a bank. Yeah. Rob a bank. Rob a bank. Uh, I've just really been craving robbing a bank. Like, don't don't pay for a plastic bag at the supermarket. Never. Uh, just go for it. Just wee we, uh, while you're walking. Just wee. They always say in England, pregnant women are allowed to wee in postman, uh, postman's, policeman's, a policeman's helmet. helmet. I've that heard that. True? I think it's one of those things that used to be true, but is now not a thing. I don't know, actually. Thing is, it's up, it's up to the policeman, isn't it? But it's not. If he says no, what are you going to do? Start yelling! <laughs> hey, everyone! This policeman's not letting me piss in his hat. He's denying me my God-given right to piss in his hat. A lot of a lot of just slightly overweight women getting away with that. <laughs> just stumbling out McDonald's just at three a.m. and wasted night. fetishists. <laughs> um, I have a story to share that's similar to the one shared by Fern. So sit back and enjoy. Oh, great. Uh, note, I am intimidated by the caliber of submissions from your other incredibly articulate listeners. So They're very high, but... This is up I'm to scratch. Sure I'm sure this will be up to scratch. I have been on iron supplements during my pregnancy. Uh, anyone familiar with adding iron to your diet will know that it can stop up the poops. Interesting. Mm, I did not I know that. I did not know that. I did not know I that. Is that why if you eat a lot of red meat, you get a little like... Ugh. Oh, maybe. Hmm. hmm. It's not good for the poops, red meat. You pay the good. iron price. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, game of 
White Thrones. Uh, I, however, am the exception to that rule, and it makes my poops flow with alarming regularity and speed. Oh, interesting. You're an iron woman. Now I also have a toddler who's nearly two. Good age gap? Yeah, that's two years. Gap, yeah. While trying to leave the house for daycare this last Monday, she unexpectedly projectile vomited while I was carrying her. You never expected. It splattered me, her, and the hallway wall before I was able to duck into the tiled bathroom where she could do less damage. She continued to vomit for some time. And I was trying to get us both undressed and cleaned up. Not easy when you're 39 weeks pregnant, you understand. You may know that pregnancy tends to enhance your sense of smell. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it makes you very sensitive to smells. Wow. Mm. So the full sensory experience in this moment was pretty overwhelming. Despite my best efforts, I felt the bile rising and I started to heave, adding my own hot stomach contents to the mess. (laughs) Just mother and baby just just puking together. Well, the family that pukes together. Dukes together. That's poop. That's pooping. Poop. Yeah, that's pooping. Uh, remember how I also mentioned the effects of the iron supplements I'm on. So with every mighty stomach lurch, a hot jet of liquid poo. Ex- <laughs> yes. <laughs> a hot jet of liquid poo <laughs> exits my body at a velocity that puts a NASA launch to shame. <laughs> So picture it, a toddler covered in vomit and a screaming, massively pregnant mum, crying, covered in vomit as well, as well as enormous amounts of liquid shit. Good times. I'm so pumped to be having another one of these crotch goblins, and I look forward to more fun poop stories to share in the future. Keep up the good work and keep on jacking it, Rose. I like that she uh, she leaves us just with a pregnant mother and a child crying Ah, in a bathroom covered in feces and vomit just overwhelmed in every sense <laughs> fucking hell where, where what do you even clean up first where do you start where do you like begin that? i guess it's kind of like hmm is it like in an air in an in a flight when the oxygen masks come down you attend to your, yourself first before you attend to the child so you clean yourself up while da- the child's dab crying. your own liquid shit before dabbing anyone else's <laughs> yes maybe um, friend of the podcast, excellent writer, comedian, and all-around cool guy, Johnny Leonard. Johnny. Saw him the other day. He has a two-year-old. Yeah. And he was telling me that um, he did a tweet about it, which I retweeted. So you go check him out. He's on uh, Twitter, at the maybe pile. Uh, he now knows what it's like to be scrubbing feces off a floor while a toddler who's nude from the waist down screams the first line of Old MacDonald at him over and over again <laughs> on a loop. So he's on his knees going, oh, God, scrubbing shit. What's he? Oh, McDonald had a farm. Oh, McDonald had a farm. <laughs> so just naked from the waist down, covered in shit. And uh, he was saying that his kid sometimes would go, oh, McDonald had a farm. What did he have on the farm? <laughs> Forgets. I wants him to say what was on the farm. So it's, I was saying it sounds like something from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> oh, McDonald. Like where you're on your knees cleaning up shit. Going, oh, God. Oh, McDonald had a farm. What did he have on the farm? Uh, a pig. A pig. That's right. What else did he have on the farm? A uh, sheep. A sheep. That's right. You're a sheep. Just while you clean up their shit. That's really funny. Horrific. Drill Sergeant Baby is a good character. Drill Sergeant Baby is a good character. <laughs> Coming to the fringe this year. Drill Sergeant Baby. Drill Sergeant Baby. Thank you, Rose. That is an absolute... In my head, the, the the pregnant woman covered in vomit and shit or the two-year-old covered in vomit and shit in a small hallway bathroom. That's like a Renaissance painting. Yeah. Is there sprawled. Something, sprawled. There's something Madonna-esque about it, isn't there? Yes, Madonna and child. Yeah. Yes. 
just but but because you know in, in those old paintings the faces always look like they they want to puke just, yeah they, <laughs> like when they look up to the side just, oh. the jaws are always like yeah like oh, oh. that's what it is just about to puke. <laughs> 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 a lot of the old masters were very inspired by vomit um and a lot of their models would actually be local very sick people because mm. uh, it was the only money they could make was standing still for a long period of time trying not to be sick the paintings called like the no- the nausea of Saint Augustine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> La nausea. We went to go see La nausea in Rome, and obviously it's amazing in pictures. But when you're there in the viewing gallery, mm. it is overwhelming. People you, faint. People actually throw up in yeah. front of it. Yeah, you feel sick yourself. You feel sick yourself. It's incredible. The vomit uh, follows you around the room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to get vomit from marble. That's astonishing. That's a panini. Vomiting, a, vomiting a panini. <laughs> uh, one more, one more email. One more. One email. more email. Why not? For the lads. For the road. And the gals. And everyone else. One last email here from Guy. Hello, Guy. Guy. I, I, <laughs> I always find the name Guy funny, and whenever it comes up at a gig, I go. You have uh, very unimaginative parents. Yeah, like when they when he came out of his mom, <laughs> they just went guy. The, the guy, the dad said, "Who's that?" And the mom goes, "Some guy, <laughs> some some guy, oh, some guy, some guy is in my pussy." It's like the forest guy, forest guy, some guy. Who's that? Ugh, some, some guy, some guy. <laughs> I'll call him that then. Um, dear Fang and Pavelli. Nice, interesting. Uh, I am a huge fan of the podcast and have been on board since the highbrow Gina Martin episode. Ah, very highbrow. It's gone downhill from there. When I was looking for a podcast to sl- drift or to sleep with, but it proved too interesting. Well, I'm sorry, but thank you. Yes. Despite my best efforts at tummy troubles and having two small kids, no interesting poo story of my own. However, Phil's revelation that he'd not heard of turtle heading... Yeah, horrible, disgusting thing yeah. to say. Brings me to ask if anyone has experienced the phenomenon of hot-dogging. <laughs> let, me well, is that, okay, let me guess. That's when the poo comes out, yes, and then, and then um, sort of leans... Uh, sideways so that it is wedged between your butt cheeks like a sausage in a hot dog bun. You've got it in one. Really? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know why you said sideways, though. Well, because... Because it's not going sideways. It's still straight up and down. No, but... Your bum's up and down. Yeah, but your 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 anus is perpendicular to, to, to your ass crack, in it? So your, your poo comes out perpendicular to your ass crack because your ass crack is along the surface of your bum and the poo comes out perpendicular to it, out of it. Yes, but that's but that's it doesn't then spin and move sideways. It's well, it's, it's already in the right angle. Well, no, it, no, it isn't because it's coming straight out of, straight up the hill. I'm oh, but bearing in mind this is in a context in which your poo isn't properly leaving, is it? Um. Okay. You're not sat on the toilet when this is happening because then it would just leave you. Yeah. Oh, so the, yeah, this. Well, let's so let's this get into be lying on your stomach or something. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So. Right, with context, okay, hang on, let's get into it. My oversized two-year-old son... Oversized? <laughs> my, my oversized two... He's as big as a 40-year-old. It's like Clifford the Big Red Dog. What's wrong with this child? Why is he so big? The Big Red Guy. Uh, my oversized two-year-old son has a particularly large bottom, inherited from, <laughs> inherited from his mother, he says. Great. He's got a badonkadonk two-year-old. <laughs> a little J-Lo butt. A little J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. That would look so horrible. <laughs> I hope it, your kid's okay. This means that the reusable nappies we are using in a pointless attempt to salvage our planet 
uh, were often quite tight-fitting. Oh, yeah. And when the time came for him to relieve his bodily needs, the poo had nowhere to go but up. <laughs> okay, this, now I understand. In extreme cases, this resulted in an overflowing poo cascade. <laughs> But, ah, but more, an, OP, an OPC. Uh, but more generally, when unwrapped, would have left a poo sandwiched between his buns. <laughs> Hence, hot dogging. <laughs> I was right. Quite convenient, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was loose, then it would get ev- it's, everywhere. It's a good place to put it. About as good a place as any. Look, if it's going to be somewhere. After the toilet, I reckon still in your bum is about as good a place <laughs> to keep the poo. <laughs> <laughs> L- lingering in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> like like your poo's forgot its key. Your poo your poo's thinking about whether or not to check they really have turned the stove off. <laughs> Just there. Uh I would also like to humbly offer some highlights from the numbers dictionary that I own for some upcoming episodes. Uh this is from a while ago, so Um the only number when written, forty, has its uh, letters in alphabetical order. Interesting. In a way. Wow, who noticed that? Hmm. Thirty nine is equal to three times nine plus three plus nine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he also goes, Most authoritarian, anyone whose appalling driving results in a collision of any sort should be made to stand next to the road and apologize to every single person they have delayed. Wow. Wow, that's pretty Uh, authoritarian. Uh, The most boring, exciting thing. (laughs) That's interesting, okay. Going to any live sporting event. Yes, that's good. It it goes on for ages. Yeah, and And then you have to slowly queue to leave. Yeah. With loads of drunk, angry people. It's all the anger and excitement of sports mm. combined with the sort of dour due process of theatre. Mm. Yes, yes, right? yes, 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 yes. The queuing, the toilets, the snacks, the seating. And with an edge of danger. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, after realising that TV has massively overplayed the excitement of the sport by showing you interesting highlights while very <laughs> uninteresting things are happening that you now have to sit and watch because you're not watching on the TV. Uh, keep on jacking it, Guy. Thanks, Very nice, Guy. guy. Good luck with all the hot dogging. Yeah, that sounds delicious. <laughs> and your and your oversized two year old with its, <laughs> with its huge big? ass. Uh, How big is a two year old before it's oversized? Five foot. Fuck yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, that's a pituitary gland condition. That is serious. Wow, we. Uh, well, well, we wish anyway. you and your enormous son the best, guy. And of thank course. you for and to all the enormous sons listening. <laughs> We were both once enormous sons. That's true. Mm. That's true. And look how far we've come. I think it was eight pounds, which is kind of big for a baby. I wasn't that big when I was born, but I mean, later on, we were enormous boys. You were a grower, not a shower. Well, thank you so much for the correspondence. We've still hardly scratched the surface. We've hardly... We're digging through this mountain of content. Thank you so much. It's all so... Such high quality. I'm always... I'm I'm always impressed. Our fans. uh, If you judge a podcast by the the quality of the fans it keeps, this is a... It's a, it's a well, it's poopy. It's poopy and weird and articulate. Very articulate for, for, for a poopy podcast. Thank you so much, folks. Uh, Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. 
And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.